here on In the Hotel today. Coach Lewis, I know you're probably just out making some snow angels, right? So I'm sure I appreciate you taking some time here on the show to step away from making snow angels. <laughs> hey, yeah, well, if you know me, I like to uh, I like to stay warm, so I don't make any snow angels. Hey, Coach Roberts, can you give me any good background stories on Coach Weddle for tonight's broadcast for me at all? Can you sh- can do you have a like a go to Coach Weddle story that you can share with me? Uh, I know when Coach Weddle had the biggest feet that he never grew into of any human I ever knew. He could always shoot. He was always really good. And his dad Terry's about six five or six six. So. Quit the one that they thought was going to be 6'9", not me, you know, so. You're listening to In the Hope with Luke Martin on ESPN 1130 The Fan, FM 99.5, Terre Haute Sports Radio. So I find me in your garden. Ah, uh, so many great memories already being made on the show. Big thanks to Matt Wren and my good friend Tom Jones, who joined us to start off this show as the finale of In the Hope. We still have Thomas Dole to come here on the show. Of course, Thomas having an outstanding wrestling season thus far for Terre Haute North. But now, this guy I owe a lot to each and every week. And actually, before I get to Grant Pugh, really want to say appreciation to a lot of the love on Twitter as well. I know our friends at Rose Holman have reached out. Really appreciate them and wishing us farewell here on the show. Dave Weigel as well. Brett Edwards from WTWO tweeting some love in as well, which is always much appreciated and really appreciate those guys and look forward to continuing to work with them more, including this guy. And as I was getting to and alluding to, since we started this show, there has been a lot of consistency on Fridays and that consistency has been the man from WTWO and that's not other than Grant Pugh who joins us here for one more final time here on the show. Grant, welcome back, my friend. You're on Rocky Top right now, aren't you, buddy? <laughs> I, I am on Rocky Top, but I am happy to be on your final show, going out with a bang today. What a ride it's been. Uh, yeah, happy to be here, man. Uh, it's great to have you, man, and glad you're spending some time with family there in Tennessee this week. For you, and we had Brett on the show earlier this week, and it's always hard when you really get to the end of the year and you think of everything you were able to cover and pick one or two events that really stood out. But for you, Grant Pugh, I know you still got the first financial Wabash Valley Classic next week to make more memories at this point right now, what really stands out to you about the year in Wabash Valley sports in 2016? Well, you know, that's what's great about high school sports in the Valley. You kind of get the best of all three, and we had that again this year. Go back to, I know, one of your favorite moments, Northview winning the state championship in baseball. What a scene that was. And you go to football season, the Miners bringing home a football state championship. And then to cap it off, we talk baseball, you talk football. How about some basketball? We're looking forward to a great First Financial Wabash Valley Classic starting on Monday. How much fun is that first Financial Classic going to be next week, Grand Pew? I mean, we have said weeks and weeks about how strong this tournament field is really going to be from top to bottom. I'm telling you, folks, I think it's going to be a great time next week, and people should go out and watch that tournament really starting on Monday, Grand Pew. I mean, it's one of my favorite days of the year, along with Indy 500 and other days. It's just basketball all day. You have a 16-team tournament. So you got a uh, you know eight games. Why not start your holiday celebration, post holiday celebration with <laughs> basketball, and then end it with basketball as you look forward to you know the tournament's going to end on the 29th as we get forward to the new year as well. It's just so much fun and so much is involved too. That's what it's nice to see the fruition of all the hard work of the ads, of the coaches, of the players, of you know volunteers that host such 
a great tournament. It's by far one of the best tournaments in the state. Oh, no doubt about it. And I'm looking forward to seeing it in person next week, being able to go the couple days and break away and be able to see that tournament on display. Once again, Grant Pugh, our good friend from WTWO, joins us as he's on vacation back home in Tennessee. And Grant, I know Brett has been filling in for you this week, but you are also on Twitter, uh, of course, about the passing of Coach McNichols. And I uh, wouldn't be right if I did not ask you about Coach McNichols because I know you got to know him uh, a lot during your time here in Terre Haute. What will you always cherish about Coach McNichols? And one thing you can say about Coach is what well, you want to say about almost everyone, but you can't. He was a great coach, but more than that, he was a better person and a better man and a better friend. He always made time for us. You know, he never, he would always stop, even if there was a big meet about to happen. He would love to stop and chat even for a couple of minutes. I go back to 2012, the London Olympics. He coached, uh, he went over there, he'd been to several Olympics. He coached Greg Mar Swift, who was representing Barbados in the hurdles. And coach was emailing me back and forth from <laughs> London. And I'm thinking, man, he's got a hundred things on his plate, but he still took some time to email me talking about Greg Mar and how he's going to do in the Olympics. It, it, you know, it was just so neat to, know an Olympian and know a coach that was coaching an Olympian there. And, I mean, you can't speak to what he's done at Indiana State and across country and at track and field and at the Wabash Valley. It's just tremendous. And the one thing, too, that's so comforting is I think you're in this boat, too, Grant, and that is we knew, I think all of us knew that Coach McNichols was well-known, not just, of course, here in the Wabash Valley, but nationally. But even today, continuing to see tributes continue to pour out, man, I really hope that's comforting his family. I know there's still, you want him here. I understand that. I don't want to be like that. that that's what all that matters is hearing all these great stories about uh, Coach McNichols. But, man, I, I sure hope that's warming their hearts because I got to tell you, it's definitely warming mine seeing all the love and appreciation that continues to be poured out throughout this week. Certainly. You you did a great job with your show as well, dedicated to Coach McNichols earlier this week. But yeah, our, certainly our thoughts and prayers are with his family and the ISU family in this difficult time, especially coming up around the holidays. What an outstanding man and a leader. I mean, 34 years, he just yeah. did his 100th NBC championship back in October or so at the outdoor track and field. I mean, that, it's insane to think of the longevity he had at ISU. Uh, it's crazy to think. I mean, those are things too, Grant Pugh, where you really sit back and go, will we ever see, I mean, you just never see coaches, one, last that long at a school because either one, they're worried about making another step up and going elsewhere, but two, the school not getting tired of them either. And, you know, and keeping them around for that long, it's such a great mutual respect that Coach McNichols and really Indiana State had and will always have. Oh, yeah, and he cared about the community, obviously cared about the Valley, cared not just about Indiana State, but you know, the state of Indiana and the state of running and, and the Valley is just a great band. And obviously we've caught up with a couple of people. Brett caught up with uh, John Gartland, who coached alongside him, who was, who was one of his best friends last night. Some of that aired all the news. The, the others, you know, it's just a difficult time, but it's it's great to hear all the good McNichol stories, that's for sure, because he was a hoot. Uh, he was a hoot indeed and so much fun to be around. Even the short time I was able to be around him. I know Matt Wren shared those same feelings earlier here on In the Hold. And, 
Tom Jones as well, as everybody should definitely be appreciating that time they get to spend with their loved ones here this Christmas. And our thoughts and prayers continue to be with the McNichols family. Once again, Grant Pugh from WTWO joining us here for the final time on the finale of In the Holt. Uh, Grant, really, before I let you go, what are some of the things that you're most looking forward to next week in the Valley? What are some of the matchups that you're really excited about on day one? But more importantly, what are some future matchups you're really eager that could possibly happen in the days to follow? Final Four night is always a fun night. The tough thing is the Final Four night is the same night ISU hosts Wichita yeah. State. So you've got to pick you know, where you're going to be at. Certainly, like you said earlier on the show, the Sycamores would love to end 2016 on a bang and get a big win against Wichita State. Final Four night, you could have Terre Haute South in there. You could have Terre Haute North, maybe a, a West Vigo or Northview. But the great thing about the Classic, you never know. Some of these schools that are under the radar at the moment. You know, Robinson's playing good basketball. Shackamack's playing good basketball. You never know what you're going to see. Of course, Cooper Nice could drop 50 points on any given night for Cloverdale. It's going to be exciting with Cooper and Linton squaring off in that day number one of the Classic as well. Oh, no doubt about it. You just never know what's going to happen. That's why you need to go out and watch starting on Monday for the first financial Wabash Valley Classic. You can follow Grant Pugh, Brett Edwards, and the whole WTWO crew for all the great coverage starting next week on the Wabash Valley Classic, of course, presented by First Financial. Once again, Grant Pugh, our good friend from WTWO, Grant, can't tell you how much I have appreciated not just you hopping on the show, of course, today for the finale, but throughout the since the inception of the show. But you've been a huge supporter of let alone the station and Wabash Valley Sports and the job you guys do uh, throughout the year is amazing on WTWL. But I really appreciate for selfishly for one moment your support of me and your friendship with me. That's what I'm always going to cherish the most, man. And thank you so much for spending time with us each and every Friday on the show throughout the year. Yeah, man, thank you for having me and all you've done for high school athletics in the Valley with your games of the week and stuff. And uh, this is certainly a new leaf. Stick around. We'll still see each other. You know, talk Sycamore sports and high school sports and all that sort of stuff. But thanks for all you've done. And it's an honor to be on your show and any anytime, you know, you, you can call me anytime. We can always talk some high school sports or ISU sports. Grant, appreciate it, buddy. Merry Christmas to you and the Pew family, and we'll see you next week, my friend. Yep, Merry Christmas to you and yours, man. Thanks again. Have a great rest of the final in the hut. I remember when it was in the hut one day. Too. Don't forget about in the hut for a day. <laughs> man, but, uh, the one the one day we got yeah, that was that was fun. In the hut. No more. It was it was a one hit wonder, yeah, right? but it was still it was fun. One hit wonder. <laughs> Now I'm just craving. Now I'm just craving pizza. But you yeah, have a great rest of the show, and uh, go out with a bang today for sure. Thanks again for everything.